the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your moolah. Also known around the world as Senior Negro, a Doleros, and Rob Black in your money, 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 money. Ooh. Today we're going to be talking a little Doleros, shall we? 800-516-1220 to get your calls there. We're going to talk a lot of retirement themes, ideas, concepts, how to become a 401k millionaire, how to retire. What are some of those dangerous things baby boomers are doing at this point in time? But I want to start simple. I've wasted thousands of dollars in my life over the years. I want to go over some of the mistakes I've made, and maybe you make them too. Maybe you make them less obviously than I do, but I'm not perfect. I've got enough money to retire and live till the day I die, so I think I check that mark as perfect. But along the way, I've spent money I shouldn't have spent. I don't really like expensive toys, and yet I can tell you I've spent money I, I shouldn't have spent. Um, I've had debt. When I got out of college, um, kind of started my own business, kind of got my first apartment, kind of took the, the nights off a little bit to party with my friends. And it becomes kind of expensive when you go out to a bar, when you go out to dinner. But that's the easiest ones. Probably the biggest mistake people make, or not the biggest, but let's go over the most common mistakes that I see, is that they don't check up on their credit card debt each and every month. They kind of go, yeah, and then they get a bill for $3,000. Like, wow, how did I do that? And it's 30 nights of $100 of bar tabs or restaurant tabs or grocery tabs. Something adds up. $100 a day isn't that tough to spend, is it? And you put it on your credit card, you're like, whoa, $3,000. And that was just my month to month. Now, I love credit cards. I love using the rewards and the points on them. I've got two travel cards, one for the Hilton and one for airplanes and um, hotels. I haven't really been on airplanes or hotels in the last 18 months, it feels like. Therefore, I've got a lot of points that I'm going to need to use. I'm going to need to use them because that's another mistake people make. They let their points expire worthless. Big mistake that I know a lot of people make in their 20s is not having auto pay set up for their debt. You miss a couple payments, you ruin your credit. You ruin your credit, you pay more for a car, you pay more for a house, you pay more for a credit card. You may get turned down for an apartment. You may get turned down for getting a loan to buy a home. Auto pay is the best thing in the world. I have it on every single account except for one, and the one that I don't have it on right now drives me insane. It's a mortgage company. It's a wholesale mortgage company. And believe it or not, they don't have the technology to handle it. 
But AutoPay for me is unbelievable. I do everything on AutoPay. So because my mortgage company, one of the mortgages that I have, won't let me AutoPay, I've set up on my phone and my computer a calendar reminder every 30th of the month. Hey, you got a bill a bit due at the first of the month. Make sure you're on a black. <clears throat> so AutoPay is a great way to go to avoid slip-ups. Staying on top of your credit cards is a great way to go to understand your budget a little bit better, but also to keep your credit score great. How about this one, not knowing your credit score? Mine right now is somewhere close to 800. It's dipped as low as 750, as high as 815 in the last 12 months. I have an app called Credit Karma, Karma with a K, Credit Karma. I like the app. To me, it's a little bit of a game. If we ever get back to the, the days of flirtation and the days of dating and sitting down with one another and having a good time, maybe a beer or two, I'll show you my credit card app if you show me your credit card app or Credit Karma app. I guess it's more than just credit cards, right? It's also your mortgages, your lines of credit. I really like the app because it also shows people how they can get it better and how they can expect improvements and what they did wrong. <clears throat> Another mistake that we commonly make in our youth is thinking that a car magically takes care of itself. It does not. You need a little bit of preventative maintenance. I learned that you, I expect, I expect in your 20s, you learn how to change your oil. When my kids turn 14, 15, 16, I will teach them how to change a flat tire and I will teach them how to change the oil in their car. Um, going to Jiffy Lube is too expensive for a 20 year old. It doesn't teach them budget if plastic bails them out every time they need something. So there's a lot of car related expenses, a ton. Um, registration, parking tickets, oil changes, tire changes. I go up to the mountains every winter, so I probably get new tires, I'd say, every two to three years. Probably not at this point, but there's not that much city driving going on. But I want safety, too. So that's probably not my best financial use of my money is getting great tires. And when they go from great to good and good to the next step isn't looking so great, that's when I get rid of them. I'm not going to die just because of money. But in my twenty, in my ten, tweens, not my tweens, my teens and my twenties, I would have. And I, I drove on some bald tires. There was one year coming back from Christmas. I was up in Harrisonburg, uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the capital of Pennsylvania, with my lovely, lovely Juliet girlfriend, and I was racing home. I don't know. I think I left the apartment a mess, and she was coming home two hours after me. We were visiting her family, and I hit black ice, and black ice on bald tires is bad news. I'm probably doing 60-65, and I hit it, and I just start sliding. And on black ice, you don't pump your brakes. You don't turn the wheel. You kind of say, you're going to take me where you're going to take me, and you take your foot off the gas. And I remember sliding, and I was like, I hope I don't slide in front of a truck. I hope I don't slide off the road because I probably won't get back on the road. And I knew in my head I got crappy tires. I've, forever since that event, I've been pretty good about having tires on ice. Okay. Um, another mistake we make is racking up debt with no real plan. I understand there's times in life where you do rack up debt. I, I did mine right at the end of college and right at the start of my professional life. I racked up debt. I was like, hey, I don't want my mom and dad's old crappy pans and pots. I should have. 
but I wanted my own pots and pans, and I wanted them to be nice. I wanted them to be lecousse. So when I had lady friends visit and I cooked for them, they'd be like, you have nice pots and pans. You must be the Tamarian type. I'm going to go crazy wild in love with you. I know you're saying, you have some really odd little thoughts in your head that you need babysitting. Yes, I do. (laughs) Another mistake that we make is we buy way too many clothes, period. We buy way too many clothes when they're on sale and we're not going to use them, period, exclamation mark. And we don't get rid of our old clothes. We become hoarders of stuff. I've got some disco shirts from when I lived in San Francisco 15 years ago. They're the coolest go-out Friday night party shirts ever. I haven't worn them in 10 years. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, I can leave them to my kids, and they can have really cool disco shirts when they're manly sizes. And that's a lot of junk up in my head. I invest with my spare change. I used to not to. There's a great app called Acorns. Everyone should be using it for saving or for a retirement account if you're young enough. There's no excuse not to. You invest your coins. You don't put them in a pickle jar. You don't put them under your bed. You put them directly into investments. Acorns. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Listen to Rob Black on the Bay Area radio waves. That would be on AM 1220 KDOW, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Or on radio.com, smart speakers, and the KDOW radio app. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Today I'm doing one of those big picture strategy shows that I hope to turn into a better podcast at some point in time. I'm committed to starting a new podcast that is going to be only new content that you won't be able to find on radio. And it'll be along the lines of strategy and specific investment picking ideas. Portfolio, very specific. Where on radio I'm talking to a broad swath of people, you can't do that. You can't give specifics in a broadcast. A narrow cast, you can give a lot more if you qualify them, which I hope to do. Right now, I'm talking about some of the mistakes I've made in my 20s, starting with not checking how much I owed on my credit cards, not setting up auto pay, not knowing my credit score. Are you seeing a, a recurring theme? Credit's pretty powerful. Thinking a car magically takes care of itself and then finding out, oh, you got to change the oil, otherwise the, the engine block overheats. Yeah. Buying way too many clothes. I had some of the swankiest clothes in my 20s and in my 30s. I have like an an outfit. Um, I wear a hoodie, jeans, Nike shoes, white ankle biter socks. Essentially. (laughs) And get this, I'm even more specific about it. I wear diesel jeans, polo Ralph Lauren hoodie, typically a dark color. Um, like I'm that kind of specific and I, so I don't have a big wardrobe budget, which is good. I don't value wardrobe. I look at the horsey lady, Sarah Jessica Parker from sex in the city. And I go, why did you teach women? Why did you show them that shoes make you happy? It actually, actually kind of upset me a little bit. Sarah Jessica Parker has a horsey face. Breaking news. Rob Black's politically incorrect again. So not investing with your spare change is a great app called Acorns. I probably started it maybe 15 months ago, and I've got, well, I don't even know what I have in it. (laughs) I'll take a look during the commercial break. 
Um, hold on, I can do it right now because my phone's right next to me. So Acorns is an app, and it rounds up your spending. So if you go out and get a cup of coffee for $2.45, it'll automatically invest $0.55 cents for you. And, well, it doesn't automatically do it. It does it once you get $5 worth of spare change. And I dig it. I think it's the easiest way for the average normal person who's on the younger side to start accumulating wealth. I don't like Robinhood. I don't want you buying stocks. Um, one of my producers in radio, 25-year-old chap, did that. And I just don't think he did terribly well. And I think it was a bad – oh, I got $14,000 right now after about a year and a half of just investing in spare change. Not bad, eh? Eh? Um – so that'll become $28,000 before I'm 57. That'll become $56,000 before I retire at 65, in theory. Now, if I started earlier, you could see how that spare change would have added up even more. Coffee, tacos, pet food. Why not round it up and invest it? I didn't like to budget when I was younger because I wanted to make it perfect. I wanted to balance my checking account. Do you remember when we used to balance checkbooks? I wanted to make my budget perfect. I wanted, you know... $166 a month to come out of my income when I was in my 20s and go into my $2,000 a year Roth IRA or independent retirement account IRA. That's what I wanted. I wanted $166. I wanted my groceries to be $200 a month. I wanted my entertainment to be $400. Like I had this weird little sick – If I, I didn't want to budge unless I could make it perfect. And so I kind of sometimes blew it off. Overpaying my taxes – if you're getting a refund back, that means you're lending the government money. Now, does that sound like a good idea? Whether it's Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, whoever it is, do you really want to lend the government your money? So if you're getting money back, that means you're paying too much. Just throwing it out there for you. Living paycheck to paycheck without saving money. I think that's okay for a period of your time, like let's say a couple of months. Let's say six months. There is no problem with Rob Black approving. If you want to go to Europe for six months after you finish college, before you start a job, I'd prefer you do it in your junior year. Take six months off then before your senior year because then your senior year, your people are going to be like, well, you haven't been in college. What have you been doing? <clears throat> but I, I think finding yourself a little bit in Europe is a great idea, which brings me to another idea is don't leave inheritances to 18-year-old kids because when I was 18, I wanted to find myself in Europe, and I would have found myself in Europe in Paris. And there would have been ladies, how shall we say, that were more than willing to part with uh, my money to help me part with my money to entertain, whether it be through food, drink, or, well, entertainment. I would have spent all of an inheritance when I was 18 if I had an inheritance. I wasn't ready to learn how to spend money. I wasn't budgeting correctly. I wasn't paying credit cards correctly. So why do you think you can give me a lump sum of money and I'm going to be okay with it? Which brings me to another idea. When you have a trust in California, you, I, I personally want to space out when my kids get my wealth. I don't want to be on the day that I die where they're like, woohoo, we hit the lottery. Or dad's on the deathbed. I think we should just let him die because we're going to get a lot of money. And he, he's in pain. Look at him. And I'm all happy and whistling and, and in a wonderful dream in slumberland. Living paycheck to paycheck and trying to save money is difficult. So do it for a period of your time. Don't worry about investing. Go spend six months in Europe or Australia. I did both. Um, I'm not really much of an Asian traveler or a South American traveler. 
I've got food restrictions on. I don't eat crazy food. <laughs> I have eaten some crazy food. I've eaten bull testicles, deep fried, yum, yum. I've eaten octopus caught on a boat, fresh. Wow. Um, and I'll never eat octopus again. They're such lovely animals. I know you're saying, uh-oh. I'll eat eel because I think eels are nasty, evil things. Ah! Whereas oct- octopuses are kind of smart, loving animals. So paycheck to paycheck, I think it's fine for a few periods of your life, but not for 10 years. Um, if you're an impulsive buyer, be careful. I'm an impulsive buyer when it comes to computers or gadgets. I used to be. Now I'm like, you know, I think I've had my iPhone for three years and I'm fine with that. It used to be every basically 1.5 years, maybe two. And now I'm stretching it out. I know you're saying you're such a hero. There's a guy at my radio station that has a flip phone from 15 years ago. So when he sends a text message, he has to hit the A, 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 B, 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 C, C. So it cycles through the letters. I don't even know what that was called. A lot of people think that their credit line on their home equity line or on their credit card is free money. It's not. Um, I see way too many people buy cars with the home equity line of credit. That means you can't afford the car. Just my opinion. Don't look at available credit as available cash. It has to be tied towards your income, in my opinion. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. That's my short break. And let's just say... You can get to a restroom, but you can't finish. I know you're saying too much information. Yes, 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 it is. It's not Rob Black or gastrointestinal problems, although it could be. One day I'm going to do the show called Rob Black and Your Diabetes. My son thinks that's hilarious. But it's Rob Black and your money. Let's talk about mistakes that we make. That's the theme of this hour. Um, I can go through my 20s and say I probably spent, and I, I've, I've never quantified this, but I'm guessing I've probably misspent easily $300,000 in my life. And that's just a starting point. And then we can start getting into the, like, well, let's take a look at it. Now, when I say wasted money, I like interest on a credit card is wasting money. I, if I spent what I didn't have, that comeback's to haunt me so again i check how much i owe my credit card my producer said shouldn't you look at your credit card every month and take a look and make sure that the bills are your bills before you pay it off i'm like no do the auto pay on the minimum but yeah look for sure but do the auto pay so that you're not getting interest charges even if it is a mistake find out tell them later i don't like debit cards i like credit cards because Credit cards, you're only on the hook for a very small amount of money. Credit cards, they can drain your whole bank account. I love auto pay on all my debt. I love auto pay on all my bills. I love auto pay on all my investments. Great example of auto pay is every 401k paycheck I get, I put money into a retirement account. Not knowing what your credit score is is a big mistake. You don't have to sit on it like every day, like a mother hen sits on an egg. 
but check it once a month. When they open restaurants, when you sit down at a, a bar and you're having a cheeseburger deluxe with extra bacon, take a look at your Credit Karma app and go, oh, okay. It shows you your balances. It shows you a lot of cool little things. Cars need maintenance. Cars are expensive. Homes need maintenance. Homes are expensive. Take care of what you own. Managing what you owe is just as important as managing what you own. Racking up debt with no plan to pay it off. I know we all go through periods, so I'm going to forgive one, but then don't let that happen again. Two to six months of emergency cash. Buying way too many clothes just because they're on sale or buying way too many clothes because you're trying to be stylish. I like uniforms. Steve Jobs, the black faux mock turtleneck, I'm good with. Elizabeth Holmes copying that, a little bit weird. I've been wearing a hoodie since before Mark Zuckerberg did. I think Zuckerberg saw me on TV and goes, yeah, I want to be like Rob Black and wear a hoodie. Keep my life simple so I could use my brain elsewhere. Swiping your credit card without thinking about it. That'll get you in trouble. Not investing early in your life with your spare change through an app like Acorns. There's no reason not to. Not having a budget. Hey, you're allowed to break your budget. You're allowed to say, I got an F this month, but you should have a monthly budget. Don't get a big refund from the IRS and spend it because it's your money. It's not a gift from the IRS. It's not pennies from heaven. Paycheck to paycheck will eventually get you into trouble. Being too impulsive when you buy. I've got a friend that got a Tesla, and he really, 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 really wanted the acceleration package, and it's $20,000 for the performance. And if you have enough money saved for retirement, that's great. If you don't, that's $20,000. Yes, is it cool to have acceleration go from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds? Yes. But a big, fat bank account is kind of cool, too. Um, credit limits are not free money. I've got a home equity line of credit at any point in time. I can go spend $250,000. I can get a Lamborghini on it. I think that's a bad idea. Credit line, not free money. Um, how about we get to a new fresh one? This has been a very big problem in the last year. Now I have credit cards that help, but spending money on delivery and eating out, I think I used to eat out a little bit too much or pick up burritos for the kids at a Mexican restaurant on the way home a little bit too much. When uh, you make a burrito at home, it's a buck. You buy a burrito at a store, it's five, six, seven dollars if it's a big juicy vegetarian burrito with that sauce. Oh, yep. You also get fatter eating in restaurants because they ain't going to use the lean black beans. They're going to use the big buttery fat back black beans. Black beans matter, whether it's putting them really buttery or the fat-free type. They make a difference in a burrito. I know you're saying, did he just cross a line? I think I might have. I'm going to HR. That's terrible. Spending more money on delivery. But now, okay, so I use DoorDash, which is tied to my credit card. And my credit card said, hey, Rob, we know that COVID 20 year was stupid. So we're going to give you free DoorDash deliveries. I'm like, okay. I'll take that. Do I have to tip? Yes. <laughs> but I get it. So spending money on delivery and takeout. Now, for instance, here, here's how bad I am. I get a ham for Thanksgiving. Um, I'll get a big one and I'll freeze the ham and I'll eat off of it for the next four months. So I'm cheap when I need to be cheap. But I do also admit that I've got a little bit of a DoorDash slash restaurant problem in good years and bad years. 
Fortunately, like I started this hour, I've got enough money that I can retire. So these rules don't necessarily apply to me as much as they used to before I had enough money. Overspending by not looking for cheap deals. Hey, I've been one to go on Ticketmaster and spend top dollar for front row seats. But I'm also, if I'm ever going to get a car wash, I'm going to wash the car myself. I'm not going to look for a discount on Groupon. I know you're saying, but where does this all go? It's okay to use coupons. Uh, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, said, hey, if you're going to get new pots and pans, get them on Black Friday when everything's on sale. And I agree. Um, I have signed up for Banana Republic because I like Banana Republic clothes. I haven't bought any Banana Republic clothes in three or four years, but I get an email from them every week, 50% off, 40% off, 75% off, friends and family rates. I do the same thing with Pottery Barn. I do the same thing with Williams-Sonoma. Those are emails that I'm happy to see because I can get things on sale. There's a new email that I got from Williams-Sonoma this morning that's got black plates. These are awesome looking. They got black appliances, black pots and pans. I'm like, that's a modern looking. I like it. And it's like 55% off. And I'm like, but I'm going to go count my pots and pans and my plates and do my inventory to see if I really need it or not. Oh, my. Maybe later today. I try not to live like others. I don't have a boat. I don't have a plane. I watched a documentary on that Phillies pitcher who died in a plane, and I was like, that's sad. I wonder if he regrets buying a plane. (laughs) And that's just the only thing in my head. I know you're saying, that's terrible the way you think, Rob. But he didn't have to have a plane. It's like motorcycles. Uh, Elon Musk said, I'll never make a motorcycle because they're dangerous. That's the most reasonable thing he's ever said in the world. Could he make a motorcycle? Hell yeah, he can make a motorcycle. Could he make money on it? Probably could. Will he come up with like a three-wheeler or four-wheeler? Probably not. Supposedly he got into a, a, a pretty good accident, taking a three-wheeler at full speed into a wall. And therefore, he is worried about safety of vehicles. So I try not to live like others. And finally... Not evaluating if I'd really use the things I was spending my money on. I'll give you a great example. Let's say you get a video card that's $1,000 and you want to play video games with it. And then you never buy another video game or you don't use the full settings on the new video game that you buy. And you're like, why did I spend $1,000 on that? Just because. I'll give you another idea on where we spend an enormous amount of money just to waste it. I've got a friend. Nah, she's a friend of the family is the way I say it. I really don't like her. She went to Yale, and she has an email address that says blah, blah, blah at Yale.com. And she spent a fortune getting a degree at Yale. You know what she does for a living? She got married for a living. Now, she got married to a loser that was a lot of fun, probably because college wasn't a lot of fun, but he was a lot of fun, wore cowboy boots, took her to Nashville, square danced, line danced with her, and she's like, he's awesome. They made babies. They settled down. He started a company. He was doing a healthcare app on diabetes that would have, like, link you up with nurses and tell you, hey, time for your blood sugar, and hey, time to do this, and time to do that. Don't forget to eat a graham cracker today. That helps with blood sugar. So he, I knew him for seven years. He taught one of my kids baseball. He was a great coach. He was like, hey, yeah, let's go, kids. Let's go, let's go, let's go, go, go. 
but every time I talked to him, he would talk about his business. And I finally had a point like, he never talks about my business. And I was like, there's something wrong with this guy. My BS detector was going off. And it was going off. So he never really had an app. And he never really, he was like, oh, yeah, I just hired seven nurses. And it's going great. And I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to be giving a speech at the American Diabetes Association. No, he wasn't. It was all fake. So she got a degree from Yale, probably spent a quarter of a million dollars. Married a guy. Now in divorce when she found out he has no money and he's been forging a W-2 for years so he can get rent a place, then leave the landlord to lurch. Now she divorces him and, well, guess what she does for a living? She's a matchmaker. Uh, she introduces rich people to rich people. Oddly enough, she can't find a rich person for herself. And oddly enough, you don't need a degree from Yale at $250,000. She spent money on something she didn't need to spend money on. She should have saved that money. I'm Rob Black, talking about the mistakes we all make. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Let's talk about retirement real quick. I just talked about a lot of the financial mistakes that I've made, probably to the tune of, it's 300,000 probably, of things that I've made mistakes on, financially speaking. And it starts to add up quickly when you start thinking of things along the lines of, you're probably thinking like 30,000 if you're thinking real simple. Things like credit cards and not paying your bills on time paying your rent late, getting feed and docked on that. But you can hit hundreds and thousands of dollars when you start thinking of like cars that you don't really need, educations that you never actually use, experiences that kind of come and go ever so quickly. Um, I'm not against living life. I'm not. But I am for getting to retirement first. What's interesting about retirement is it's a word that evokes something different to you and me both. I want my retirement to be dignified. My 20s were glorious. I made every stupid mistake a young man can make. I saw things that I, sh- I will never, ever see again. But I want my 60s and 70s and 80s to be walks on beaches. Uh, watching my kids grow up. Helping my kids with life decisions, unlike what my, my father did very, very poorly. So I have an image of what retirement looks like for me. Is it at 57 or is it at 62 or is it at 70? I would like to do radio and podcasting until the day I die. But also, I'm more than willing to give that up to someone who's younger, faster, and smarter than me. So me, I'm trying to figure out what age I want to retire at. I've got the cash, and the cash could compete with inflation. So I feel good about that. I don't have longevity in my life. My mother got COVID due to probably being in an old folks home, but also probably being susceptible at the age of 80 plus. Her longevity is not the ideal type of longevity. The ideal type of longevity is being able to work in the garden and take care of yourself and being able to jump in the car and go to the grocery store. That's good longevity. Bad longevity is being in an old folks home, being an ICU unit for the last two years of your life. 
she's now been in an old folks home for four or five years. Um, it's expensive. And as she's gotten older, her care has gotten more expensive. So the old folks home is like, Mr. Black, we need to inform you that she's moved to another stage of healthcare needs and it'll be an extra $144 a month. Starts to add up. She's well over $100,000 a year for staying in a small room. Now it's a small room equipped with a hospital bed waiting for her to die. But it's $100,000 a year. There's good longevity being able to work till the day you die. There's good longevity being able to work in the garden until the day you die. There's bad longevity where it's a lot of health care costs. So I kind of have bad longevity. And then my dad died before he was 60 of cancer and a couple heart attack and a heart attack. Two cancers and a heart attack. Sounds like a country song, no? So health care is a bit of an issue in my family. Longevity is a little bit of an issue. Those are the issues that I have to think about with retirement, and I don't want to work till the day I died. My dad basically worked till the day he died. He never really got time for the long walks on beaches. Never got time to be a cool grandfather. After his heart attack, he became a good father to his daughter, but kind of blew it with his five boys. So here's a mistake you make in retirement. You don't anticipate your cash needs. What do you need annually to make basic needs? To support your desired lifestyle, what's your lifestyle going to look like? Is it going to be 60% of what you're spending now when you're working? Or is it going to be more? The first couple of years, it's probably going to be more. The last couple of years, it's probably going to be less unless you're in a home. The amount you've saved is a mistake people make. They don't understand their cash flow needs, and they don't understand how much that they're going to need to save and how much they can pull out of that savings. There's a retirement planner rule that talks about 4% where you can safely withdraw 4% of your total portfolio cash and you won't run out of money. It's, it's a good starting point. But what if you need a roof? What if the savings rates on bonds goes from 6% to 1% or to 0%? What if you have a stroke and you need like 4%? You can't count on that. You really can't. So you need a budget that's going to be need to be worked with. And what's the ironic thing, and this is one of the reasons I love financial planners, I think you should have a professional relationship with someone maybe 15, 20 years younger than you when you're 70 years old. Someone who could tell you like, yes, I understand your money and your money issues and I'm on top of it. I'm looking at your budget for you. Because when I'm 70 years old, I could barely even read medicine right now. Anytime I get like a instruction card on how to put something together, I take a picture of it. I blow it up with my phone. I'm magnifying it because I'm so blind. That's the brutal part of being in retirement is you can't even read the important documents you need to read. How about guaranteed income sources? Another mistake retirees make. Annuities aren't bad. Most of them are awful. But you can get one or two out there that will give you guaranteed income of your own money. Should it be all of your money? No. Do you have a pension? That's lovely. Guaranteed income streams are lovely, but you need a financial planner to help put them together so there's not a lot of commissions and fees. Anyhow and anyway, you can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.